0: Welcome back, tributes, to episode 55 of Into the Arena. I'm Holly. And I'm Emily. And we have another great episode for you tonight, which we have to shout out our amazing listener, Lauren, for giving us this idea. So thank you, Lauren, um, for our villain episode idea. But before we dive in, join us for Tribute Talk this Thursday. We're still kind of getting used to Thursday nights, so remember... It's no longer Monday Night Tribute Talk. It's Thursday at 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern Time. Um, we are now reading ballads, so join us for ballad chapters. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but, yeah, we can just dive right in to our Hunger Games Villain episode. Dun, dun, dun. I'm excited
1: about this. This is a good episode topic i think
0: well you love the villains you're the villain i girl. do
1: i love a good villain and i feel like it's all <laughs> thanks to valid really because yeah. previous to that i didn't really think there were any great villains in the hunger games to be honest
0: but now we have your favorite character so mm. That's exciting. <laughs> but i thought it would be fun to start out this episode i found a which hunger games villain quiz are we um, and I thought we could take it, and I thought that would be fun.
1: Okay. Are we just going to both do this, like, side by side and see what we get?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we'll go through the questions. If We'll link this quiz on our episode, so you can take it as well. But the first question is, what actor from The Hunger Games do you wish was your best friend? Okay, I'm caught up. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Who would you pick to be your best friend? Jennifer Lawrence, Liam Hemsworth, Julianne Moore, Donald Sutherland, or Josh Hutcherson?
1: oh i don't know honestly i might pick it's got to either be jen or josh
0: that's exactly what i was thinking too
1: um because they're both funny I, I i who are you gonna pick i pick jen okay i'll pick josh
0: okay sorry i, see I was unsure <laughs> we're going down results. different paths <laughs> <laughs> okay if you had to fight in the hunger games what weapon would you use poison spear, knife, bow and arrow, or axe? I have mine. I already took this quiz because I wanted to practice it to see if it worked out.
1: Um, It's either got to be poison, bow and arrow, or knife. Uh, I, you know, I want to say bow and arrow, but I don't think I'd actually be adept at that. So, <laughs> <laughs> And then with the poison, you kind of got to get close to the person, but also the knife you do too. Yeah. I think knife is what I'd go with because I I'd feel the poison. the most safe.
0: See, I pick poison. I'm like, we gotta defend ourselves from afar. We gotta trick them. We'll just sprinkle it in their food. You're just
1: setting the traps. Yes. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. Next question. I don't know how this relates. What's your favorite way to relax? Eat comfort food. Sleep. Go for a run. A spa trip or a bubble bath. And I am a bubble bath. A girl. bubble bath. Absolutely. <laughs> we if you agree a bath on that. Girl, who are you? What's your go-to reaction to a zombie apocalypse? Are you going to hide, phone a friend, grab a weapon, or run away?
1: Uh, can I pick all of the above?
0: Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I, I guess hide. Mine was hide, too. I picked hide. Mm, okay. What era do you most relate to? The 60s, today, 70s, 90s, or 80s? My
1: 1950s is not on here.
0: have to go with 60s i guess i (laughs) guess 60s i'm a 90s girl with that i love the trends of the 90s wearing my friend's shirt
1: i love 60s clothes so
0: true bell bottoms. it's gotta be me where do you most enjoy working in a coffee shop an open office personal space from home or in a cubicle i every single day when i don't have class i'm in a coffee shop that's where you can find me doing 90% of my homework. So I'm a coffee shop girl.
1: I am going to say personal office. Thank I want my own, my own office.
0: That would be so nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, where I can close the door but still go to work because I feel like I can focus more at work. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, my, my own nice office, big window.
0: Working from home (laughs) is hard because I just get distracted and I'm like, my bed, my bed. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) me too. Awesome. Okay. Where would you want to retire? A penthouse apartment, a small cabin in the woods, a big city, a houseboat, or somewhere in suburbia?
1: I love all of these options because I I love thinking about having a house in all these situations.
0: <laughs> uh, even a houseboat, I love that for you.
1: Yeah, I'd love to live in a houseboat. I think that's as awesome. I I love the ocean, so
0: yes, I would choose a penthouse apartment. I want to be looking out on the city. Because mm-hmm. like that's very villainous. Nice you don't have to take to care be honest. of like, everything.
1: I might go for. Let's go with the houseboat. Why not? Yeah,
0: you might as well. (laughs) Is this the last question? How many kids do you want? Three, two, none, one, four or more. Absolutely no kids for me. If I look back at this in the future and I have kids. (laughs) But I'm I'm like, like, no kids. Mom, you didn't want me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, (laughs) whoopsie, I didn't mean it. I feel like...
1: It's a one or two for me. Only two because I'd feel sad for the one. Aww, but
0: the lonely. Kid. Let's
1: go with one.
0: Okay, I got my result. I can't calculating.
1: calculating.
0: <laughs> Who are you?
1: i am president snow
0: i am also president snow what <laughs> we chose different things i mean i thought with me choi- choosing the poison it was kind of a given that i would be president snow in the penthouse i picked the knife yeah so i don't know it, it
1: must have been the bubble bath that did it
0: still <laughs> loves a good bubble bath <laughs> So, yes, we will be linking this quiz um, wherever you're listening or watching so you can participate and share your answers with us. Hopefully not and everyone I wanna... is snow. Right? It's just everyone's snow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you picked that was different than ours that yes. led you to the different result as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Seneca's on here as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Seneca is like. Interesting. When I was researching villains, everyone was talking about Seneca, and I was like, "Okay, I guess." A Seneca's
1: not real. A Seneca's a minion. Like, let's be honest.
0: A minion. That's like the perfect word to describe <laughs> it. <him.
1: laughs> like, I feel like Plutarch is more of a villain than Seneca, and he's not even a villain, you True. know.
0: He was just doing what he was told. It was his job description. What are you talking about? Yeah, come on. Although, <Stop. laughs> dictator, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I guess you can dive right fun. into our main segment for today's episode, which is Hunger Games villains. We have three that we're highlighting tonight, and that's going to be President Snow, President Coyne, and Dr. Gall. So love it i thought we would talk a little bit about the history of them and their background
1: yeah who are these villains
0: who are they so i mean obviously we have a whole book about the background of one of these villains so mm-hmm. i mean if you live under a rock and don't know what ballad is <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome um, to into the arena
0: <laughs> that's 90 percent of what we talk about is ballad. yeah so it really um, is <laughs> But President Snow was raised in the capital with his grandmam and Tigris. Um, He attended the academy. And I think I had a question was, how much of an influence did Dr. Gall have on him? Because we can talk about his backstory and who he was as a person. But I think it's interesting to note how the villain, the villainess, had an impression on him. And did that dictate him becoming
1: who Mm -hmm. he was yeah how how they became who they who they become yeah i i think a lot yeah a ton absolutely and i think suzanne was trying to imply that as well just getting into how dr gull is named like where volumnia comes from and um the play coriolanus and kind of her being named after that mother figure that in that play influences coriolanus so much Mm -hmm. and like manipulates him and like gets him to do what she wants so yeah I would say a ton
0: yeah because like did he was he an inherently bad person from the start
1: I think that's one of the big things that separates the three of them is I see Dr. Gall as I don't know if we're like getting too much into like the discussion like comparing the characters, but um, I see Dr. Gaul as someone who's kind of not really redeemable and kind of I I don't see any alternate universe where Dr. Gaul is trying to be a good person, I guess. Whereas with Snow and especially reading Ballad, he starts off at a place where I think he could go in multiple directions.
0: Yeah. He was... I think he's more inherently selfish is what I would use as a word for him. Mm-hmm. Because
1: Self-preservation, I think, is is a huge um, aspect of, of his character, I think, that fuels a lot of his actions.
0: But what's so funny is self-preservation also fuels Katniss and who she is as a person. And so it's kind of comparing these two different people on how they're trying to preserve themselves and their situations I guess you could include that in the self part of that
1: with Katniss I think she has a lot of um empathy and that gets in the way of her survival like her her plan because like I think it's her her like body and like her mind is telling her okay you need to survive but then her feelings get in the way of that
0: mm-hmm.
1: whereas I don't I don't see that with snow at all.
0: There's no empathy from him whatsoever.
1: I think there's a little bit of empathy. I
0: don't think so with him I compared to Doctor
1: Gall, who has no empathy. I think that's a character with zero empathy.
0: Yeah, I just see. She's snow a psychopath. A psychopath. <laughs> I'm excited to reread Ballad just for this reason to kind of dive in more to his character because I would I think that he doesn't have empathy and I think. I, it's just everything he does is to protect himself even when he's trying to care for Clemencia when everything happens to her it's because he doesn't want any anything bad getting back to him and any blood on his hands
1: but so like, I still, moments, I still feel like with Lucy Gray he cares about her to a degree like yeah. he wouldn't want to see something awful happen to her I mean, obviously, the very end of the book, uh, Switch is kind of flipped, but up until that point, like, he would be really sad if something, like, you know, if she was hanged or something. Like, I, I don't think he has no empathy.
0: I guess that's a fair point. I feel like it starts out with, like, a slight bit, like, there's just that little bit of empathy and then I feel like it gets smushed by Dr. in <laughs> Who has
1: no empathy. That's true,
0: yeah. So I see where you're coming from with that, yeah. It's it's not very high. Like, like let's, not, not, you know, <laughs> let's not give him too much credit here. No, he's not a nice guy. He is not a nice dude. I mean, and then he eventually goes on to murder so many people just to get the power that he wants. Which again it fuels that self-preservation that you mentioned that selfishness yeah.
1: I, I think more than anything like what I wrote down was fear like yeah. fear controls him mm-hmm. and is what leads him to like do the things that he, he does I mean I don't know that by the time he's um, like in the trilogy that he's really operating on, on fear because like i mean he's the dictator like how much does he have to really be afraid of but like he put himself in that position and like set himself up because uh of his his fear and like wanting to to save himself and and feel okay
0: yeah that's a good point like he got to the top now he doesn't have anything to worry about
1: it's almost (laughs) like Katniss. (laughs) Katniss.
0: Especially. <laughs> then he's like, oh, something fun. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm thinking. Is once we get to movie President Snow, he becomes obsessed with Katniss. He he almost like loves the fact that there is a competition for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he thinks something to so much challenge
1: better. what he's he's built. And he doesn't think she's gonna succeed because he's he's so confident in what he believes and the system that he's created. He he, kind of sees himself as untouchable, but but he likes
0: watching her try to to dismantle it in a way. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, yeah. Um, and then I guess we can kind of get into Doctor Gall next. I feel like that kind of bridges the gap there, since we're kind of touching. Sure, on it. <laughs> let's <laughs> talk about the Chaos Queen herself. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a good name for her, the Chaos Queen. So she was originally an obst- obstetricianist which is I I love that Suzanne includes that detail in the book I think that's so funny something about it is just so funny to me but also so dark (laughs) at the same time Mm -hmm. like starting out as a doctor who welcomes newborns into the world like you have to have that empathy and you have to have that love and that joy to do a job like that I mean that's a job of joy it's bringing life into the earth and so just having that job is just so funny to me i remember reading that for the first time and being like what is this <laughs> i just love that she recognized that that was not her calling she's like no <laughs> eventually
1: she was like no i i couldn't be nice to the parents like
0: mm-hmm. wasn't working out and she's so dark specifically because she's the mastermind behind the experimentations in the capital which I would argue the experiments that take place on Avoxes and other people in the capital are some of the darkest points of ballad that I experience.
1: Yeah, I agree. You see like that she's really willing to go to no end. There's no cap, there's no length that she isn't willing to go to feed her morbid curiosity, honestly, is how I kind of see it and you had kind of put in the outline what is the three of their uh like scariest trait I guess and Mm -hmm. for me I feel like well maybe her lack of empathy but also just her her morbid curiosity I feel like Mm, and yeah is is the the worst that's the scariest thing because there's no limit on that yeah
0: no that's a good point because just the lengths that she'll go to to take advantage of people and to hurt people in such like unimaginable ways like hearing what goes on in her labs I think that was the most disgusting part of Ballad for me so like that's Mm -hmm. that's just a pure-hearted villain right there like she is just pure evil yeah I think she's just
1: born the way that she is and i don't think that there's another path for her i mean i guess it would be interesting to see like a prequel of a prequel you know like let's get (laughs) dr gall's childhood um but i kind of think it's just how she is Mm
0: -hmm. and she is technically like the mother of the hunger games is what you can call her she Mm -hmm. is indirectly a part of the creation of the hunger games and She is the one who gets all the students to push to come up with these sadistic and just awful ways to torture people in the arena.
1: Yeah, it's like she's probing their minds, like Mm. their creativity, and she's kind of gone to the lengths of, I don't know, what horrible things she can think of, so she's like... Finding other people and trying to pick their brains and, like, see where their darkness can go.
0: Yeah. And then there is President Coyne, the third of our three villains today. She was raised in District 13, as we know, and she lost her family to the smallpox epidemic that happened. That's briefly mentioned. Um, I would say she's narcissistic. She's callous. She's impatient. She's arrogant. She's just completely... I don't the thing is I think she's one of the harder characters for me to describe outside of like if I were Mm -hmm. to pick one word to say like we have like lack of empathy we have morbid curiosity like I don't know what I would use to describe coin because she's a lot more like her her villainous existence is a lot more sly than the other villains that exist in the games or in the mm-hmm. the trilogy.
1: Yeah, even even when you say impatient, like I can see that in the the series, but also how long must she had to have been patient for like True. leading up to that impatience, you know? She's kind of a contradiction um in some ways because she must have had to had to be one way for so long. And then suddenly everything's actually happening and mm. being thrown at her. So I feel like you can't really pinpoint who who coin is. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like her her name, you know, she's just the flip of a coin. I feel like she would like change who she is in order to get power is is kind of how I see her. Like she does whatever needs to be done to get the end result that she wants.
0: And that's where her and Snow are pretty similar. But I think that he's somebody where he wouldn't change his morals, like or whatever morals he has, or I don't even know if you can call them morals, whatever thoughts he has, whereas I think that she would change that.
1: Yeah, that's a difference that I see in Coin and Snow and i mean i don't know if we want to get into discussion of who's the worst yeah but i i think i'd have to pick coin as the worst if i really? had to pick one i mean they're all <laughs> bad in different ways but to me i see her as of the three the character with the most empathy and i guess understanding of the wrong that she's doing mm. but like not caring yeah. Like, of the three, I feel like, you, like, what happens at the end with the parachutes? I think she fully knows, like, what a terrible decision that is, but she just doesn't care. She's just so focused on getting what she wants in the end that it just doesn't matter. Whereas, like, I think all three of them could potentially do the same thing, but because. I guess I just see it worse with Gall and um, Snow having less empathy and maybe not understanding like the potential suffering, I guess, in the same way that I think Coin would.
0: Yeah, cause, I mean, if you think about it, Snow understands what he's doing, but he was raised to believe that way. Whereas Coyne was raised in the districts. So it wasn't that capital thought process that you have growing up that, oh, I'm better than those in the districts. The district people are animals. Like, she should be a better person than she actually is.
1: Yeah, I see her acting out of revenge, I guess. A little bit more, like, a little bit more vindictive. Mm -hmm. She's similar to Gail, in that way and which is why I think they kind of get along in mocking jay a little
0: bit best friends
1: i just feel like she's willing to sacrifice things that shouldn't be sacrificed and and knowing that it's not a good idea or that like people will be hurt in the process and like she understands what that hurt is but she's willing to do it anyway
0: yeah I think I like my scariest villain of the three is Doctor Gall easily. Doctor Gall, based off of especially what happens, I'm gonna bring it up again to the Avoxes, and just I think her character—the word I would use to describe her—is creepy. Like she's just a really, really creepy human. The hippity hoppity, like, oh, I don't know. Just everything that she does <laughs> is so creepy. It's just so eerie. It makes my skin crawl. I think that's why I view her as being the scariest or the worst villain of the three. And because she pushes so much of herself and of her ideals onto young, impressionable students at the time.
1: Yeah, I I definitely think that Gaul does worse things or like things that seem darker or scarier, but I wouldn't put those things past coin to be honest like i could yeah. see her doing those things too like given the opportunity if that was what she needed to do in order to meet her end goal that's fair i don't know i guess with gall her her lack of empathy and just pure kind of evilness inherently is less scary than because it, it's like predictable I just feel like she she knows that what she's doing is wrong, and that's, that's scary
0: to me. Yeah. And it's scary because of how ahead of the game she is compared to... I mean, mm. just know she beats him at his own game in the end. Yeah, she does. She beats Katniss. But then Katniss defeats her. But... <laughs> <laughs> leading Queen. up to it win hashtag score <laughs> um yeah that's an interesting i didn't expect you to say coin so that's very interesting to me to hear that side of it
1: yeah i just don't like coin but you I mean love i like her outfits. i like her more i do love her. she slays okay could have <laughs> let me tell episode you on that <laughs> julianne more <laughs> in the movies she looks great
0: <laughs> I mean when you're a villain you gotta, you gotta look good doing it <laughs> you gotta look the part to be a villain which I'm so excited to see Dr. Gall oh my gosh I think I know, of all just the characters from that one, like, I think blurry I'm image excited to that we see got. what they do with the, the costuming with Dr. Gall I,
1: I just want to see that up close
0: yeah I mean I'm excited to see the rainbow dress and everything but to see like those like first <laughs> shots of Dr. Gall that'll be something cause I don't know what they're gonna do yeah,
1: oh, I just can't wait for a character posters, like oh, a, of any kind. Like, please, can we? I can
0: have an empty space on teaser. my wall to put all those posters, so I'm waiting. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't have any wall space, but
0: we'll make it work. Yes, <laughs> we'll put things. We'll move things around. <laughs> just for Doctor Gall, just to have creepy hippity hoppity staring at you while you sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Another question that I was thinking about, are any of them really the worst? And is it okay to compare them? Like are they actually comparable?
1: I kind of think they're they're just different sorts of evil. Mm-hmm. So like I I don't really want to compare them, but like I said, if I picked one that was the worst, like if I have to pick someone, like personally to me, the scariest one to have in power, I think, would be coin. Hmm.
0: I think the scariest would be Dr. Gall, then President Snow, then President Co-
1: I think Snow is probably the bottom of the list for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, Hunger Games, it's fine. He's the I least scary. I guess we're going to have Hunger Games no matter who is in charge, though, because they're all pro-Hunger Games. Right. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Tells you all you need to know. <laughs> and also, one thing with coin that you have to think about is... The big dilemma that Katniss has saying, Why didn't you come to support us as districts during all these years? Like it was selfish of District thirteen to hide away, but at the same time did they make the right move waiting because they didn't have that much of an attack or of a defense or offensive And line? and ultimately they won. Yeah.
1: I think if it had been Katniss in charge, she definitely wouldn't have waited around.
0: No. I guess another fun question <laughs> that I have is who would win in a fight to the death? <laughs> we put that's them. I read this question. I was like what? <laughs> we put them into an arena. Who is going to survive? I think Doctor. are just funny. It's funny because they all like they all rely on their intellect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean Snow does have poison, right? That's that's his weapon of choice. Coin i i don't know and Mm. dr gall would definitely have some type of crazy mutation or weapon that she's brought (laughs) yeah (laughs) invented and brought into the arena with her but also dr gall's pretty old that's true i guess who's who's the
0: youngest coin coin would be the youngest because dr gall is very old i don't know which snow to put in the arena do we put young snow do we put old snow there's no way Snow is winning in the arena, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: also Coin isn't either. I I feel like it has to be Gall, even though Gall's the oldest. She's definitely got some sort of trick up her sleeve. It's I Gaul's don't know what game. it is, but
0: <laughs> It's Doctor Gall. Yeah,
1: Gall is a psychopath. True mine. <laughs> statement. <laughs> I do agree that um, both Coin and snow or narcissists for sure <laughs> this is so funny i put down like what kind of animal i thought <laughs> the three of them would be <laughs> i don't know if you saw my story earlier but i was saying that no. if coin is an animal she'd be one of those trapdoor spiders
0: <laughs> oh yeah i did see that <laughs> here i posted on into the arena let's see what people said I asked, I said, who Galt. is the scariest villain in the Hunger Games universe? Lee B. Love said, I mean, Snow, but also the mutts in Mockingjay Part 2. True. LZ Quatch, Dr. Gall. X. La Says Dr. Gall. J. Dog says Dr. Gall. 13- <laughs> Come on, guys. Zoe's 1313 says Dr. Gall is up there, but I'm pretty sure Coin killed Prim on purpose. So I don't know. True. The Mockingjay's nest said Dr. Gall... Brian said Volum- Volumnia Gall. Gale. <laughs> Carmen said Gale. <laughs> Why then- isn't Gale on this list? <laughs> but then JK, Dr. Gall. Hey, another Gale vote. Ooh, Jerry said Chapter 30 Choreo. <laughs> That's fair. Another Dr. Gall. Another Gall. Abby said Gall. So it seems like people are voting Gaul a lot. So I'm kind I of. I think it's
1: just people. kind of a a difference of, like, how are we defining worst
0: and like who is
1: right? Yeah, I mean, Gaul is is definitely pure evil, um, but it's especially that comment about killing Prim on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think she just because she has, I I don't think she has no empathy. But I think she's just making this conscious decision, like, even though it's going to be awful to, like, kill this little girl, I'm going to do it anyway, because this is going to- this is what will happen next, and Katniss, you know, will- will trust me, Katniss will be on my side. Like, the way that she's thinking through all these things, Mm -hmm. like, that will get me what I want, even though I'm going to have to kill a little girl. Whereas Dr. Gall isn't going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to kill a little girl, but- I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. Like, she just doesn't even, I feel like, have an understanding that killing a little girl is even, like, that wrong.
0: It also makes me think of Snow and the idea behind his line about not killing unless it's purposeful or unless there's a reason behind it. Like, he doesn't take death for granted. Like, do you think Dr. Gall does that the same way? Or do you think Snow is more similar to Coin in that sense because... They under they think of death as like a strategy.
1: And something that is negative, mm-hmm. right? Where I yeah I don't think Gaul's like that at all. Because yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't care, you know what? Who cares about death? Like, whatever. Everybody is just playthings. It's a, it's an interesting discussion. I mean. I actually, I mean, if I said who I wouldn't want to have as a leader, probably Gaul. Gaul?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because Gaul thing. is not going to care about anything. But I don't know, it's hard. It's hard between Coin
0: and Gaul for me, to be honest. I'd be interested to hear what everyone else's perspective is on that. Like, if someone were to be in charge, who is the lesser evil and who is the greater evil here? and for what reasons
1: but it is scary the thought of Gaul being in power because she is such a puppet master Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah I want to hear everybody else's
0: thoughts yeah these three villains I mean again there are more I I guess these are like the main three villains in the trilogy or in the four books Um, but again I'm excited to see what they do with Dr. Gaul and and um Ballad in the Ballad movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It'll be good. I think that's that's it
1: for me. Love a good villain. We love a good <laughs> love villain. a good villain moment. <laughs> Emily loves a villain, <laughs> which is partly like why I liked Ballad so much because I just didn't see Snow as that good of a bad guy mm-hmm. in the original series he I don't know it's just he wasn't it for me (laughs) but then reading his backstory I like that snow a whole lot more and then we also get Dr. Gall who is also a a really
0: interesting villain so I guess that kind of leads us into our final announcement join us for Ballad Read Along yeah (laughs) every Thursday night we're gonna be reading two chapters of Ballad so please don't hesitate come join us and our friends for that because I'm really 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 pumped I the last time I read ballad was like six months ago or so I was listening to the audiobook so I'm really excited to go back and like annotate again and add to the annotations that we did the first time that we read along Mm -hmm. yeah so it'll be good it'll be exciting and now tribute talk is just going to be ballad talk because we'll just have ballad announcements stacked with ballad reading it's going to be so fun it's going to be great. Yes. It's the year of ballads. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, again, let us know. Take the quiz. We have the quiz posted with um, wherever you watch or listen to the podcast episode. And let us know your thoughts on today's episode. Thank you again, Lauren, for this great recommendation. We're mm-hmm. always open to taking recommendations for episodes. So, Sometimes we just aren't that creative. So be creative for us. (laughs) We've been doing this for a few years now. So prompts are appreciated. (laughs) And until next time, we'll see you then. See ya.